and welcome to Ask Deb About Business. I'm Ron Gaioso, co-host. We're broadcasting via Futures Television, the home of the future on television. If you're watching this show on Futures Television, listen to it on Radio Futures or listen to it as a podcast or as a recorded event on one of the social media platforms, you too can be part of the conversation. Just visit our YouTube channel and that is IMCI Magazine, where we continue to chat about the topic of the day. You can also access this information on our website, and that is www.futurestelevision.com. So don't be shy. Today, our topic is your winning social media strategy, confidence plus consistency equals conversion. Digital transformation is in full swing, and no one will dispute how this has been accelerated over the past three years. Here are some statistics from the recent Harris poll that shows just how critical social media is to your business strategy. 55% of consumers learn about new brands on social media. 68% of consumers agree that social media enables them to interact with brands and companies. 43% of consumers increase their social media use to discover new products in the last year. 78% of consumers are willing to buy from a company after having a positive experience with them on social media. 80% of business executives think it is very important to invest additional resources in social media marketing. 91% of executives will increase social media marketing budgets in the next three years. And finally, 72% of companies use social media data to inform business decisions. For businesses wondering when to start you know, making greater investments in social media, the time is now. The sooner you start embracing social media as a critical business function, the farther the strong social current will take you. Companies that fail to do so risk being left behind. So there's a lot to talk about on this topic, but worry no more. Now you have someone to talk to. So first, let me say a few words about the show. Broadcasting live from Butterfield Studio in Chicagoland to the world, I would like to welcome you to Ask Deb About Business. The talk show is broadcast every other Thursday at 11 a.m. Central, where I join Deb Dietz to discuss a variety of business topics. So no matter what your venture is, you will certainly have questions. So let me say a few words about Deb before we get started. Deb has a long and distinguished career as a coach, mentor, and through her awesome training programs at SMB Digital Education, she has enabled many entrepreneurs to follow their dreams. And that's what I like about her. It's her ability to deliver practical advice to help you solve real problems. Well, if you have a business question, let's ask Deb. Without further ado, let's welcome Deb Dietz, star of the show and host of Ask Deb About Business. How are you doing today, Deb? Hey, Rom, great to see you today. How are you? You're in the beautiful studios today. How are you doing? We were doing great. Uh, we're delighted to be here in our home studio, Butterfield Studio in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Uh, I'd like to thank Jeff Horvath and the Butterfield Studio team for this beautiful set and for making us look and sound so great. So thank you, Jeff and the team. And welcome everyone to the show. Our show focuses on emerging trends, challenges, and opportunities that face small to mid-sized businesses, business owners, business leadership, and business professionals. And we invite 
invite subject matter experts on our show, experts on those topics. And my promise to you is that by the end of our time together today, you'll have at least one key takeaway that you can then implement within your business. So our show is all about practical guidance, practical advice, and advice that you can then make actionable today. And I'm delighted today to welcome our special guest, Vanessa Cabrera. Vanessa is an expert in social media. She is a wealth of knowledge on the topic. She is an expert, a keynote speaker. She works with clients all over the world. And we're delighted to have her with us today. Wonderful. So before we get started, let me say a few words about her. So Vanessa Cabrera is an award-winning social media marketing business coach, an online marketing consultant, a neuro-linguist programming certified business coach, corporate trainer, and a dynamic keynote speaker who educates passionate entrepreneurs on how to increase their online visibility so the world knows who they are. She's the founder of the Money-Making Marketing Implementer Program, now known as The Implementer. Her signature coaching program, where she lays out your money brick road by creating a simple yet powerful social media marketing plan is customized exclusively for your online persona and business goals. Now, well known for her contagious energy, feisty, and no BS coaching style, Vanessa has become sought after for her ability to map out money-making social media marketing strategies that bring her clients explosive results. She's brilliant, both unapologetic and the ultimate master at digital marketing. So without further ado, let's welcome Vanessa to the show. How are you, Vanessa? I'm good, how are you? <laughs> welcome, welcome. We're so delighted to have you with us today and you know, extolling your wisdom when it comes to social media. Everybody's doing it. Yep. Some are doing it better than others. And so we're delighted to have you with us to help share some best practices with us. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the topic of social media, you know, one of the things I love to do is start our conversations with our guests talking about how you got here, you know, oh, so okay. how you became a social media expert and what your journey looked like. And uh, I think for business owners all over the world, and certainly there are many, I think we have 7 million new business owners since January of last year. Phenomenal. So people are hanging out their shingles and becoming business owners. And part of their key strategy, business strategy, is to have a social media strategy. Right. Um, but, you know, being a business owner is not for the faint of heart, certainly. And so you have a very interesting story that I'm going to ask you to share with our audience. Um, it's A lot of it is about overcoming adversity and, yeah. and really focusing on what's truly meaningful, um, but, and, but then being able to embrace kind of this journey you're on and, and ultimately start your own business with phenomenal success. Uh, you have a wonderful business. You're, help, you're growing your business dramatically. Your clients are growing their businesses through your counsel and advice. But, um, but you, you, and you evolved to that. But you started off in a different place. Yeah. And so I want to kind of take you back to that starting point, you know, way back when, or actually not that long ago, I guess, where you were, you know, you were in the corporate role. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in a high-powered corporate role. Um, professional, very, you know, secure in that job, mm -hmm. you know, nice salary, nice benefits. Mm -hmm. I've been there, so I certainly understand, yeah. you know, that reality. It's kind of a beautiful thing. Um, but then found yourself in a position where you lost that job. Mm -hmm. And uh, you lost your position and then shortly found out within the same week that you were expecting a baby. Yes. And that also within that week that your partner left the relationship. Yes. And so that is like three life events in within a period of one week. Yeah. And so you really had to very quickly 
rebound from that and move forward. Um, and so I think for those of us that are business owners or just embarking, we're all, we're all going to be ex to experience ups and downs mm -hmm. when it comes to our life and certainly business ownership. Uh, and so I'd like to sh have you share your story about, you know, when that happened to you, what was it that, that propelled you forward um, to ultimately be sitting here today sharing your, your wisdom with, uh, you know, a worldwide audience? Take us back. Yeah, so uh, true story. <laughs> I found out that I was losing my job. I found out that I was pregnant and uh, my partner left me all at the same time. And whew, I remember, vividly remember going, I'm not going to look for another corporate job. Okay. I already was doing this on the side, consulting people back then on email marketing because there wasn't social media right. marketing back then. Yeah. Um, and I had the side hustle that I eventually wanted to turn into a full-time career, right? Mm -hmm. But I was scared to, and I'm like, let me just get a couple more months, right, of that, you know, that salary, right? right? We don't right. want to lose that salary. Right. Um, and so when it was uh, taken away, I don't know, Deb, like I just needed to jump. And it was really, really scary, right? Even more scarier when I found out that I was expecting. So I listened to my gut literally and figuratively, okay. right? And yes, it was scary. Yes, it was terrifying. But what was more terrifying to me at that moment was I didn't want to question the what if, right? 20, 30 years down the road going, oh man, what if I just would have tried or you know, what would have happened? And so I never wanted to regret not at least trying okay. to launch this business. And that terrified me more than not being able to pay the mortgage or you know diapers or you know all the things that were running through my head. So it was terrifying, um, but I now realize looking back that it had to be scary. I had to go through that, right? Um, and I believed you know the universe or whatnot literally had to push me out um, for me to start doing my own thing and that's a big ass wake up call that I got, right? Like just boom, 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 these three life moments. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just try. And so I jumped. So you jumped. I and jumped. That, that's a great way to look at it. You, you, you had no choice you hit, and you jumped. Yeah. And here you are eight years later, right? Yeah. So your business, you've been in business for eight years. Uh, it'll be 11. Oh, I'm sorry, 11 that's years. In 2023, that's right, it'll be 11. Yeah, yes. Okay, 11 <laughs> years, absolutely, absolutely. So you're here today because you have, over the course of these 11 years, really developed your skills and become a sought after expert in social media. Um, you know, evolving from, you know, the days of email marketing yeah. to, you know, what, what it looks like today, which is quite different. Um, and so let's, uh, let's start, you know, the conversation a little bit about social media, but I want to kind of also let our audience know that you are also a master certified trainer in neuro-linguistic programming. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, full disclosure here and transparency to our audience. I was unsure of what that was, <laughs> and so you know, when Vanessa and I were talking and preparing for the for the show today, I I googled I googled it because I needed to understand obviously what what it what what it was. You're obviously a certified master certified trainer in it, and so and you by by using some of these the methodology, you've grown your business significantly. Yeah. 
as well as helping your clients grow their businesses. So tell us why NLP, first of all, define it for our audience. What is it yeah. and why has it been so in instrumental in the growth of your business and your clients' businesses? Yeah, so NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Um, and <clears throat> it came into my life last year. I can't believe it's only been a year. A year, year and a half. Um, and so every year, Deb, I, you know, I take a look back at my business and how I did, what I can improve on, things like that, right? And so uh, during the pandemic, during 2020, when everyone went online, right? Okay. Um, my clients did very, very well. I did very, very well because all the attention was online, right? But I knew that some of my clients, and I work mainly with women entrepreneurs, okay. they did very well, but I knew that they could have done better, okay. right? I saw that in them. I'm like, okay, I know you're excited that you're landing all these clients, but I can see a much bigger picture for you. And so when I was reviewing 2020, I was like, what could I have done? What could I have said? You know, how could I have helped her more? In essence, the question I was asking is, how can I be a better coach, okay. right? Because in my journey, in my entrepreneurial journey, no one teaches you how to be a coach or how to be a consultant, right? In my model of the world, to me, you're at a corporate job for 30, 40, 50, 120 years, right. whatnot, right? right? You retire and you have all this knowledge, right? And so then a lot of people become consultants, right? Well, that's not what happened to me. I became a consultant coach very, very young, right? So when I was looking back, I was like, how could I do better? How can I be better? And I had a colleague of mine who's also in the digital marketing world and the social media marketing world. She started talking about NLP. So I'm like, what is this? Like, what are you talking about? And her niche is live streaming, right? Okay. So I reached out, so I Googled it, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can Google it, right? Google NLP. And so, but I didn't want to go, I found it fascinating, but I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole. So I'm like, let me just reach out to her, right? So we had this conversation and I said, listen, I'm trying to be a better coach I know I could have done more right and I'm like can this help me and she goes yep absolutely she's like absolutely this will help you better learn how to communicate right okay. and communication is like water right we right. do it every single day right so on social media live streaming just talking to other human beings <laughs> in real in real life right and so uh, I invested I invested in her training me on NLP I'm not afraid to invest anymore um, I used to be back in the day, but I've invested eight, over $80,000, if not more, of um, business coaches, marketing coaches, and now um, NLP. Okay. So when I went through the training, at the bare minimum, kind of like the 101 of NLP, because it's a big world, what I took away was understanding how other people take in information, Okay. right? And no one taught me this, right? So then now, when I understand my prospects, I can literally go to their social media profile, right? And be like, oh, she's visual. Oh, she's auditory, right? So for me, I learned about myself is that I'm auditory. So I best take in information okay. hearing it, right? So mm -hmm. then my coach is like, Vanessa, you shouldn't be reading books. You should be listening to them. Interesting. And I was like, and I instantly got it, right? So then I went back to like my past clients. I was reading their emails. I was reading their posts. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's visual. I could have done this, right? Or she's this, right? Okay. So it completely changed the game for me on how I approach my prospects, how I now lead my clients, how I coach them through stuff. 
Um, and so when you're better able to communicate, that's essential for a business coach you to know. You know, this is so interesting to hear you say this because, you know, as you, sa as you said that, I'm th I, I live in the world of online education, mm -hmm. right? And so when we're developing online courses for people, you know, you have to uh, have an understanding that there are people that are going to be visual learners. Right auditory learners are going to be people that want to read the written word mm -hmm. and so when we're developing online education we're making sure that we're offering you know the training in multiple formats right because people consume you know knowledge in different ways exactly. it's exactly the point that you're making and you don't and you know when you're promoting this out to a very large audience, you have to offer it in multiple formats because there are going to be people and they consume content. Many of the folks in the, my my courses and my clients' courses will watch videos all day long. You know, Others want to sit there and look at the slides. Right. Some want to literally read the written PDF transcript. Right. And it's so interesting to me. I've had so many conversations about that, but to your point, you know, we have to be able to provide that information. Or we want to communicate. Mm -hmm. in, the, in, the, in your case, you're communicating with your clients to make sure that they're, you know, presenting themselves well, that they're, you know, communicating their value to their their um, potential customers effectively. Right. I'm doing the same thing in an education, online education format. So that's that's a great, great point, yeah. um, you know, for, for our audience here is to kind of understand that not everybody has the same style, yeah. but you have to you have to look for that. So yes. you were able by looking at their profiles to make that determination. Absolutely. I can tell a mile away just having a quick conversation with someone or just glancing through their social media posts, how they best take in information, and that's pretty powerful knowing that now. Okay. Look so at Deb's like, no, it, it, it is <laughs> right? it's interesting that we hear your your perspective on yeah. it because I have you know a di you know similar perspective but in a different in, yeah. you know, environment. So, yeah. but I, uh, so you are now a, ma a master certified coach. Yes. So when I went through the NLP practitioner training okay. and learned that, and like I said, that's like the one on one bare right. minimum. I learned a lot more. Um, and when I started to implement this into my own business, uh, my business exploded because. Then my clients were coming to me and they're like, Vanessa, you understand me. You hear me. I hear all the time, Deb, and like some of my posts or when I live stream, they're like, Vanessa, how did you know? Like, I feel you're talking to me, okay. right? And I'm like, I am talking to you, <laughs> right? Um, so that's how my business started to explode just a year after I, I got certified as a master or as a practitioner about NLP. Okay. And then there's another level of it. And so I invested in that. I'm like, yes, absolutely. I'm all in. I want to know more, right? Right. So I recently became certified as a master NLP practitioner, okay. um, coach, and I also am master certified in um, timeline therapy and hypnosis, right? Okay. So it's all different levels of being able to communicate, right? And so when I became master certified, um, I can go in a deeper level with my clients, right? Okay. So what people are struggling with when it comes to social media marketing, right, is getting past the fear right or getting past the limiting beliefs of like right. no one's gonna buy oh my gosh is this gonna work what are people gonna think of me are people gonna judge me on social media right and, right. I, and the answer is yes they're going to right I always say this all the time mother Teresa can post something and somebody's gonna have an issue with it right, right. Um, so you can't focus on on those people and so now I know how to break through and demolish those negative thoughts, limiting beliefs on an unconscious level. Wow. Right? 
and that's the difference. And that's the difference. So by doing so, then you're you know you're helping build confidence. Your your clients are becoming more confident, yep. and not only what their value is to their potential customers, but the way that they're communicating. Exactly. So that kind of lends itself to, I think you had a recipe for success here, which was, ta was, which was really talking about confidence mm -hmm. plus consistency mm -hmm. equals conversions. I think Ram mentioned this um, in the introduction, yeah. that that's kind of the, the winning uh, recipe here. Yeah. So, so being confident in the value that you're that you are that you're able to pr provide to your customers, mm -hmm. um, the ability to clearly articulate the value, finding ways that you can, you know, communicate your relevancy, your authenticity, your right. differentiation. It's all part of you know the branding, you know, dynamic branding. Mm -hmm. um, that that's critically important. But consistency is also important, and I think that that this is a question I know our audience wants to to hear your answer on, because everybody's out there, you know all the time on social media. Yeah. So many different platforms that are available to all of us mm -hmm. and some are better than others and you know would love your, your thoughts on that as well. But you know, how how important is being consistent? Um, help us understand what that best practice looks like. Yeah. So that's the thing, right? When it comes to social media, you have to have the time to create content, right? Mm -hmm. And it's time consuming. Right. It is absolutely time consuming, right? So you have to stay consistent but here's the thing where people are like, I don't have the time, or, you know, I hate social media, or, you know, all the things, right? Is that if you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that you're going to be able to land high-end clients making big, big money on social media, and you're gonna do this to, through your content, would you find the time to create content? Yes, yes, of course you would. I say this all the time, like, my parents actually had to get up and go to work. <laughs> Okay, like they had to actually get up and go somewhere where today you literally can, you know, get up in bed right. and post, right? So let's just put it in perspective, right? We find the time for things that are valuable to us, that are important sure. to us, right? right? So when you're consistent and confident, the clients will come. But another thing is that I teach my clients and we talk about it is that I'm not on social media 24-7. People think I am, I am not. I am very conscious of what I let in here because okay. with social media and the world that we live in today, there's so much information coming to us that our brains can't even decipher all this information. We're not programmed to have so much information coming in at, at, you know, at this level. So you have to unplug, listen to yourself, right? and then understand what it is that you really wanna to say to your audience, right? And that needs, what you need to do is disconnect and have the time for your creative juices and really understand how you best communicate, okay. right? So then social media becomes fun, right? So when you understand how you're best able to communicate, because I have a lot of my clients saying, Vanessa, I don't wanna live stream. That's not, okay. I'm like, okay, you don't have to live stream, right? I'm a writer, I, I, I best communicate via blogging. Right? Okay. okay, then vlog, right? So that's the key to staying consistent, and that's okay. why my clients stay so consistent, because we find a way of how they're able to best communicate, and so it's easy for them. So for example, I'm best on camera. Hi, I live stream a lot, right? If you guys follow me, I live stream a lot. I'd rather just turn the camera on, say what I have to say, and go on with my day, okay. right? But if I had to blog, Deb, oh my gosh, I'd be miserable. 
I would be cursing at that blinking cursor, right? Mm -hmm. Going, I don't. What am so I have to say? So know yourself and know what your 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 kind of comfort zone yeah. is, and and focus on that. Yeah. So if you're a blogger, you know, blog. Go ahead and write. Put put it out yeah. there. If you're a videographer, you know, you want to be on. You're comfortable on video. A lot of people are not. That's actually. Another question I had because we, you know, we get a lot of questions from our audience about, yeah. you know, what is the best method, um, and there are people that still, you know, everybody. I think the, the 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 thinking right now is that you should be on camera, you should be, you know, doing video. Yeah. There are people that are just not going to do it. They're really uncomfortable doing it. Um, but if it works, you know, it's going to work for some, but not for others. Yeah. So the answer here is find out what works best for you, exactly. and so that it's not so overwhelming. Exactly. And you don't feel pressured to do all these other things. Yeah. And there are people that may do a lot of things, you know, do them well, but, you know, stick, stay in your lane. Yes. Is that fair? Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, you know, I get it that there's all these social media platforms and these different features and it's incredibly overwhelming, right? Right. But you need to love what you're talking about, right? Your content needs to light you up. So if you get up and you're like, I can't wait to live stream, I can't wait to get this blog out, I can't wait to send this email out, right? It all starts with your energy of what you're actually talking about that are gonna bring in the clients, right? right. But if you wake up every morning going, oh, I've gotta do it, oh my God. I gotta post. I gotta post, I gotta figure out reels. Oh my God, right. TikTok, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Your audience can feel that, right? So it's all about the energy, the vibe that you have, how excited you are about okay. what you're talking about, right? You Absolutely. can't fake that. You, you can't cannot fake, fake that. So that's what happens to my clients, right? We like break their limiting beliefs, their fears, all that. They, there's been an internal shift and now they cannot wait to post on social media. However, they're going to do it. However, right. they're expressing themselves. And then the clients come and they're like, Vanessa, it cannot be this easy. I'm like, it is. It is once you get out of your own way, that, figure out how you want to express yourself, boom, the clients will come. Keep it simple almost. Completely. Because I mean, you, know, you, you don't have to boil the ocean. You don't have oh. to leverage every platform out there that's available to no. you just because it's available to yeah. you. So stay in your lane. Stay in your so lane. what's working? You know, I mentioned video before, you know, and a lot of people you know, saw that you know, a lot of people were doing video, but certainly with what happened over the last two and a half years. Yeah. People felt, because there was a level of isolation, they felt isolated. Yeah. They weren't in person with their clients or even their colleagues. And so they felt the need to go on video just to be seen. Mm -hmm. uh, and be heard. What's, what's working right now yeah. on social media? What are people doing that's really effective right now? Yeah, so in terms of organic reach, right, this is my methodology. Um, I train my clients on how to communicate with their audience organically, meaning we don't worry about ads, Facebook ads, expensive Facebook ads right. now, Google ads, um, overcomplicated funnels, none of that. So what's working now is short form videos, right? So TikTok has exploded. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you have to dance on TikTok, okay? <laughs> but TikTok has exploded. And then here comes Instagram with creating their reels, which is just TikTok videos, right? It's so funny. All these social media platforms steal features from each other, right? That's working. Um, so right now, the organic reach is short form videos, right? Um, but again, you don't have to to do anything. You don't have to be on TikTok. You don't have to do reels. This is just the, or, the organic reach you can reach now okay. that Facebook was say seven, eight years ago. Remember those days, right? <laughs> when you would post and boom, everyone would see your post on your business page. Those days are gone, right? Um, but what's really working now, to be honest with you, Deb, is, is you showing up as your authentic self 
and connecting with your followers. Before, it was about, I need a ton of followers to make money. I need to post constantly. I need to be on social media 24-7. No, what's really happening now is because of the pandemic, people want connection. We're starving for that connection, mm -hmm. right, online. So what's really working now is being your authentic self, letting people know how you can help them and make these individual connections with these new followers real. Like there's these numbers, people are like, oh, I only have like 50 views. Those are 50 people that took the time to watch your video or to comment or to like. We forget that there's a human being behind the engagement, right? So that's a great way of kind of keeping it simple too, mm -hmm. right? Is just be yourself. You yep. don't have to over-engineer it. We yep. talk a lot on the show about trying to keep it simple mm -hmm. and, and so that you can shine through and be your true self. Yeah and get your message across and your value across. And by doing that, that's a great way to differentiate yourself. Yeah, because there's only one you, Deb. Uh, exactly. Right? There's exactly. only one me. Only one authentic, your only authentic yeah. self, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you're, you're obviously experiencing uh, some explosive growth in your, mm -hmm. in your coaching business. Yeah. Your clients are too. So what are, what are some of the things that they're doing uh, that, that is really having an impact on their business? Yeah, so it's the, the, it's the internal shift that internal I talked shift. about. Okay. Yeah, it's the internal shift. It's me really going deep within and really finding out what's really been holding them back, probably for years, if not decades, right? right? We've all been raised and have downloaded these beliefs and these values, right, from our parents or whoever raised mm -hmm. us and now social media and things like that. And they don't always serve us to the, you know, to the best of our ability. Some of these have hindered us, right, from like, money blocks or right. one of mine that I had to break through that I now realize is that I felt that I had to hustle, that it had to be hard in the beginning, right? That, um, you know, reaching that peak, I just had to work 24 seven and it could not be farther from the truth, right? Because then I burnt out. I had no clients, no money, and I was completely burnt out with like a newborn, right? Um, so that's been, what has been working with my clients. It's the internal shift and just deleting all those values that we thought we had to do, right? Mm -hmm. There's money blocks. Um, you know, you have to work 24 seven. There's one client saying who thought, you know, imposter syndrome is a big one with my clients that, you know, who the hell am I to charge these rates? And, you know, I'm not worthy and, you know, and that's stuff that we have to change internally. So that's a mindset shift. Complete mindset. Right? So you're helping them kind of shift yeah. the way they think. I demolish all that. You demolish all yes. that. Kind we of blow it, it up. Yep. We blow it up. And it's so then gone. it becomes very straightforward, very simple. It's not over-engineered. It's not overwhelming yeah. to no. people. No, because then once you demolish that, and it's so fascinating, Deb, once we, we do a business breakthrough, this is what I call it, a okay. business breakthrough. Business breakthrough. Yeah. Okay. Um, where I go deep and figure out what's really holding them back and then we delete it, right? Um, there's a shift, they feel it, the next day they come to me and they're like, something what happened. did you do, right? They're like, something what happened. did you do, right? So something that's an happened. exercise you do with them? Yeah. What is, so tell me a little bit about what that looks like. Um, well, it's an all day process. Okay. So it's deep internal work and that's all I can say about it. Deep internal work, yeah. okay, that's okay, that's okay. Um, and so, but yeah, so then once that shift happens, then they're literally just have so many ideas and are perfectly clear on how they're going to communicate with their audience about okay. their business. It's just 
like it's a door that opens. That's the best way I can describe okay. it. And it's different for everybody, okay. right? But it's a door that opens, and they're like, oh, so they're all my God, they have these it. aha moments yes. about how to move forward, absolutely, and, and how it's to do it maybe do it differently, yeah. do it smarter, yeah, do it more simply. And then we talk strategy. So after we're done with that right. internal work, okay. then we sit down and like, okay, Vanessa, we create a very simple but powerful social media marketing strategy for them, but they're showing up very different. They're showing up, okay, very different. They're different, di they're a different person and their audience can see it. They're like, what, Something, something's different about you. And when you show up that way, the clients come, the opportunities come, money comes from different ways that you didn't even dream were possible. It's kind of crazy. Wow, yeah. uh, you know, you, you spoke about strategy social media strategy yeah. you know and you know I live in the world of you know strategic planning and business strategy mm -hmm. and all that marketing strategy how important is it for business business owners business professionals to have an actual strategy that's written down with with clarity about what those tactics look like yeah. and and deliverables and time frames and measurements you know how important is that yeah I mean it's essential Right? Like if you're a business owner, it's just 101. You just don't go out there and post something. Yeah, exactly. There's a whole strategy behind right. what so you're doing. So a lot doing, of people right. are just posting and yeah. throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks and, you know, going, jumping from this social media platform to that platform to now TikToks. They're all over the place with no plan. So, but this is nothing new, right? Like you always just need a, a, a marketing plan. That's just marketing 101. Right. So you're very clear on, number one, your business goals, right? Your financials. Marketing should bring in money period, right? right? right. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. Your marketing should bring in money. So you need to have a, a strategy and understand your business goals. How much money do you want to make? This is a very simple question I ask my clients. Like, okay, Vanessa, I want to make 200 grand. Great. What product are you selling? What are we marketing? Okay, so I'm promoting this coaching business, this coaching program. Okay, great. Who's, who are we going after? So it's very one-on-one. Like, marketing hasn't really changed, right? It's like your, your business goal, your product, your target audience, Picking a social media platform and then you showing up and delivering your product to the market. So picking a social media platform. So yeah. let's talk about that for a second because yeah. there are so many of them. Mm -hmm. There are so many more now than there were before. Yeah. So it's almost like, and I think that you know people feel like they have to be everywhere mm -hmm. and they have to, you know, th th their strategy is to be all inclusive, yeah. but that's not, you know, productive and yeah. practical probably. Right. So what would you recommend? Just you know, like I'll use myself as an example. I'm a business owner. I spend most of my time on LinkedIn. Okay. My my you know potential clients are on LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, but then I but I I and I'll create content on LinkedIn or videos, and then I'll push it out to some of the other platforms. So right. it's you know so I'm just literally just you know linking here, linking there, and pushing it out. What what are you finding right now? I know you mentioned TikTok. You know, there you know you know we've talked about TikTok. We did a show on TikTok. Ram and I not that long ago about about the importance of that. Yeah, you know how to use that effectively. But what are what when when you're counseling your clients, what are where what platforms are they kind of you know leaning towards or where are they active mostly? Yeah, so you know I get this question asked a lot. <laughs> so here's the thing when deciding which social media platform that you want to throw down in is number one you do not have to be on every single social media platform out there. Somewhere down the line when you start a business. Um, we thought we had to be on Facebook, we had to be on Twitter, we have to be on LinkedIn, we have to be on YouTube, now Instagram, now TikTok, right? right. That's just six, yeah. right? right? And so if you're a singlepreneur, meaning it's just you, right, maybe a virtual assistant, do you think you're going to be able to create content specific to that social media platform because they're not all the same, 
right? right? You can't treat them as they're the same. Facebook is not Instagram. Instagram is not Facebook. Right. They're very, very different social media platforms. So when, you, when you're choosing which social media platform to um, go to work, that's what I always say. I'm like, you're going to go to work. Which social media platform are you going to go to work on every day? You need to do two things. Number one, understand if your target audience is hanging out in that platform, mm -hmm. right? And number two, do you like that platform? Because you're the one who's gonna have to go on there, you know, every other day or every day or whatnot and post, right? So right. for example, if I, just like blogging, if I had to blog, I would fail because I express myself with video, right? But if I had to go and market myself on Twitter, I would fail too. Twitter just gives me a headache, I, n I don't understand it, I don't get it, right? I never did. So if I had to tweet every day, I'd hate it, I'd be miserable, and my audience can feel that, they can see that. If you're forcing yourself okay. to be on LinkedIn, even though you don't like it, you don't understand it, it's going to be a struggle to create content for that platform on a consistent basis, right? So you have to love it. You have to love being on that platform because you're gonna be on it a lot. So for me, my jam is Facebook. I love Facebook, I understand it, right? Okay. It's easy, it's simple for me. I go in, post, and get on with my day. I live stream, I can create reels. So the thing is to concentrate on one okay. social media platform. Master that one first, right? Mm -hmm. have, and then have your marketing plan, see if it's working. Then once you're bringing in money from Facebook and you're like, okay, I now understand how to bring in clients on Facebook, right? the time, the energy it takes to put your content out there, mm -hmm. build a relationship, build that trust, and then convert your followers to work with you, mm -hmm. then we can talk about Instagram, or then we can talk about LinkedIn. Because okay. I need you to know how much work and how much time it is that you have to invest in uh, one social media platform. So that will also help you kind of reduce potential burnout. Yeah. Right, because you can't be everywhere you can't. At, at, at once. Yeah. And you also said something I think it's really important is know where your potential audience mm -hmm. is and pick that channel. Yeah. Pick that platform. Yep. Master that. Master that. Master one platform. Bring in money from that platform, mm -hmm. right? And then um, move on to another one because you're going to need time for both of them now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, social media, you know, it used to. It, when I think about it back, you know, even just a few years ago, thinking mm -hmm. about it as being part of a, of a marketing, of an overarching marketing strategy. Yeah. There would be a social, you know, media strategy uh, underneath that umbrella. But I think what's, what's shifting in the world today, in the business world today, is that social media is, is becoming its own, you know, major strategy component of a business. Because of all the, 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 the analytics and knowledge that's coming yeah. in, when you're out there posting and you're out there doing videos, you're get, you know, or you're putting ads out there, it's like the response is pretty immediate, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you're getting people that like you or will comment on your on your post, and so or you're having seeing ads convert as an example, mm -hmm. and so that's the I ref, I look at that as being an opportunity to gather business intelligence for the business. Yeah. So it's not just about it's a marketing channel. 
It's now providing insights and intelligence that helps you craft business strategy. You may find by doing your work on social media that you're learning a lot about your products or your services or where you're, where maybe you're not hitting the mark or where your messaging is off. Mm -hmm. So would you, would you say that's a fair statement that, that the importance of social media is becoming enterprise-wide as opposed to just being really considered part of a marketing function? Yeah. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. Okay. There's so much data. <laughs> There's so much data coming from social media that you can use a number of ways, right? Okay. Um, one of the things, and you guys can write this one down, um, is when you're, you're engaging with a prospect, right? And then you're listening to what they have to say, you're reading their posts when they're expressing what their problems are, right? That data alone, as far as like copy is concerned, mm -hmm. right? That's why everyone's like, Vanessa, you're in my head. How did you know, right? how did you know I was struggling with this? I'm like, because somebody asked me this. My other client is struggling with this. Somebody else posted about this, right? So if one person is having a problem on social media or landing clients or whatnot, I know probably millions, thousands more are having the same problem. So yeah, there's so much data <laughs> on social media that you can use um, to, to build strategic plans over around messaging, all that, problems, wow. what, what are my clients' real problems, what are they really struggling with? And so for me, I always thought, you know, they just didn't understand Facebook or they didn't understand, you know, live streaming or whatnot. No, no, now I completely understand it's deeper that they're afraid to go live or they're afraid it's not gonna work or, because let's face it, social media is like, it's your platform, right? right? To say and do whatever it is that you wanna say, right? Which is basically, public speaking, mm -hmm. right? And public speaking is the second biggest fear next to death. Yes. So I get it. You have to, you know, we got to work through some stuff <laughs> first, right? In order for you to show up as, you know, the powerhouse, confident businesswoman who has an incredible service that is going to change lives or whatnot. Right, but you got to get out of your own way. So, what what would be some some tips for folks that that want to that are not comfortable doing video, yeah. but but you know want to explore that? Um, what would you recommend to them if they're wanting to do video? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just say have fun with it. Okay. Right. Have fun with it because here's remember, if you're afraid to go live or even pre-recorded videos, right? Your audience does not want perfection. They don't care if you screw up. They really don't. They just want to know how you can help them, right? So Actually, can... the, the audience has questions about that. Um, specifically, you know, uh, can you explain how important is video a part of your strategy and the anxiety about, you know, are there other alternatives for the people who, who, who don't want to do video? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So how important is video part of your content strategy? So I love video for a marketing strategy because you know they could see you, mm -hmm. they can hear you. And so I often recommend gently push okay. <laughs> or nudge okay. my clients to go live because the reason I love live streaming so much is that when you're live, you're live. You can't fake it, right? They, they see it all and that's what's scary about it. But the connection that you make with your audience live streaming is bar none right, than a blog or whatnot. They can see you, they can hear you, they can tell if you're afraid, they can, if you screw up, you're human. Right. So from my experience of these 11 years, it's these idiosyncrasies that we all have that people connect with the most, right? They're like, oh, well, she, Vanessa messed up, she's not perfect, right? When I started live streaming, I made every mistake in the book. 
when you can only go live from your phone, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It was, I was stumbling, I had a, a weak signal, I froze, my battery died, I dropped my phone. Like I made every live streaming mistake possible because I was just trying to figure it out. And people were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying to figure it out, right? right? And so for those who are interested in, in starting some video, just go out and try. Your audience doesn't care if you mess up. And if you do, that's what builds the connection even stronger. Well, you know, does that make sense? It, it does. You right. know, it's interesting too because, you know, we talk, we talk in terms of, you know, in order to make a connection with someone or get someone to ultimately become your customer, they have to know you, mm -hmm. then they have to like you, trust you, you know, that you're building that relationship. But the starting point is they have to know you. They, they have to know, know who you are yeah. and know your real self, yeah. right? Because, so that they can, you know, again, they're lo you're looking for that, that um, connection. That human connection. The human connection. We're all and human. So, yeah. so video is a, is a great uh, um, certainly consider it yeah right even for those that are maybe more introverted than those that are than extroverted but try it yeah right because chances are you know whoever's going to see it everybody has to start somewhere Everyone started somewhere right no one woke up and was a facebook expert right not even mark zuckerberg right? right no one woke up and was an instagram expert we all have gone through our social media journeys differently okay. right so just start and you may find that you love it. A lot of implementers weren't live streamers. Um, and in particular, I remember one who was like, all right, I've never live streamed, but I'll try it, right? She was nervous. She was terrified of it, right? She started live streaming and she loves it. She's, she's like, Vanessa, oh my gosh, where has this been? So she could just turn mm -hmm. on the camera and talk about whatever, her business, and then go out. She's like, what was I so afraid of? And I'm like, I get it. We all have these fears, what people are gonna think. But again, video is not necessary to be successful on social media. That's why we have these different features. Right. So I had another client who doesn't want to live stream. She's not into video. I tried to nudge her, you okay. know, but she was like, no, it's just not me. Okay. So she's a blogger and she still crushed it in her business working with me just by blogging or just by creating um, her strategy was content, okay. con uh, just creating content. So she would just do regular posts with um, an image, right? And that was her strategy, and she was landing clients left and right with no Vanessa, video and no we, live streaming. We have questions about money. We didn't talk much about money. But oh, let's talk money. There are questions about money here. Let's, <laughs> let's talk money. So, uh, so can we talk about money? Uh, is there a rule of thumb of how much you should be paying for social media ad campaigns there? And uh, in addition to that, is it better to hire an agency or do it yourself? Let, let's talk a little bit about the budget and the money. How does that work? Oh, I love this question. So a couple things. So my methodology is being able to land clients organically, just showing up as who you are. It's worked for me, it's worked for my clients. I paid for Facebook ads, I think one time running a, a social media campaign just to test it out, right? Um, I lost money and I didn't land any clients, but that's my experience. And I worked with an agency and I've also done Facebook ads on my own, right? So here's the thing when it comes to advertising and, and budgets and, and advertising on social media. Number one, you have, you have two ways you can do this. You can either do it yourself, right? Or you can outsource. So if you're going to do it yourself, I would highly recommend that you invest in someone who's going to teach you how to do it, okay. right? And this person has actually gotten results with their clients because Facebook ads, Google ads, Instagram ads, it's a deep, rabbit hole that you can go down in, spend a lot of time, a lot of money mm -hmm. trying to figure it out on your own, 
right? Rather than investing in someone to teach you how to do it, you will save time and money, right? Um, and then the other thing is outsourcing it, right? Those are your two options. Right. So either you um, get educated on how to do it on your own or you outsource it to an agency for them to do it for you. But again, you can land clients. <laughs> you can make money organically um, without advertising through uh, social media and just showing up as who you are because that's how me and my clients are doing it. We don't pay Facebook ads or none of it. You don't? No. We just show up as who we are. So, uh, Vanessa, we have a different kind of question from Facebook. Uh, hi, Facebook. So, let's talk a little bit about uh, social media audits. Uh, first of all, uh, do you conduct your social media audits? And how do you determine what works and what doesn't? So, social media audits, to me, and so I need to know like what their definition of a, a social media audit is. Um, but when I start to work with my clients, I certainly look over their social media profiles and see how we can make it better and tweak it. So far, you know, LinkedIn is very SEO, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to have those keywords in there. Um, for Facebook, you know, is your personal profile connected to your business page? You know, things like that. And on audit to me is also how that person is showing up, right? So I can literally screw, sc scroll through their profiles and see if they're hiding in plain sight, which nine times out of 10, if they're gonna work with me, they have been hiding, right? not really posting about their business. If they do, it's very vague. And then, you know, they post another one about their family. So no one really saw that last post, right? Um, so audits are, are important if you know what the goal is for your social media marketing to be and understand that platform and really understanding how your profile is set up on that platform, right? And then what was the second part of that question? We're talking about money. Okay, oh. we, we answered that one. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, uh, so uh, you know, rule of thumb. Um, Audit yeah. and something else. And third, yes, the third one was. Um, uh, so, uh, do you conduct your audit? So, how how do you know what works and what doesn't? Ah, okay. Do you have a rule of thumb for that? Yes. Yes, I do. So. When clients work with me, what we do is we create a social media marketing campaign, right? And so all a campaign is, is when you're talking about your product um, in a certain amount of time, right? So we go all in in talking about the product and or program or service that you're marketing to, right? They don't burn out because my clients understand they're not going to be posting on social media 365 days out of the year, you know, all day long. This is a campaign. It's just for a limited time, right? So. How do you measure results? Number one, you have to have a plan, <laughs> right? We were talking right, about this right. as a strategy. So right. what's the goal? So if the goal is to make, I just had a client who sold out her retreat. The goal was for her to sell out her retreat to make $30,000, right? Eight people for the retreat. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. That's the goal. She implemented her social media campaign. We discussed which social media platform she was going to focus on. She went all in and she hit her goal. So did it work? Yes, she it worked. That's how you measure it, right? Um, one thing I can say is that people just don't talk about their businesses enough on social media. Okay, they're like, I don't want to bother people. Hiding in plain sight. That was an interesting. Yeah, they're hiding in plain made. sight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to bother people. You know, I don't want to post too much about my business. I don't want to annoy people. You have the wrong mindset, right? Okay. Because for me. I know I probably irk a lot of people on Facebook because I talk so much about my business, but I don't give a damn. 
I was a single mom. Yeah. I had to pay the mortgage. Right. I had to pay, I, it was all on me, right. right? You had no other alternative. I had no other alternative. Yeah. So I saw these platforms. I saw a huge opportunity. I understood Facebook intuitively and right. saw it very, very clear of what I could do. And I don't apologize for it. So. No, no, I, I think that's great. I think that a lot of people ask that question about how much is too much, yeah. too. You know, it's like, you know, frequency. What should be the yeah. frequency that you're doing? You, you know, you, you did it and it worked for you. Yeah. I mean, because it, it fit um, and you were able, you're very, you know, personable and very comfortable getting on video and talking about your business. Yeah. You're now. Not, now, <laughs> you're, not, you're not hiding in plain sight, no. but so that, so we have to overcome that. Yeah. A lot of people have to think about, you know, don't be shy and, you know, put it out there. And I think a lot of people are afraid because they see a lot of other people's behaviors and some are like posting all the time, multiple times mm -hmm. a day. And it's almost like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, block you because I'm just so tired of seeing yeah. you. You know, I'm in my feed, yeah. you know, constantly throughout the day. But so there's somehow you have to find the balance, what works for you, yeah. right? Yeah. And just experiment. Exactly. And you know, if it's annoying, then just unfollow me, right? Yeah. right. Then, I, then you are not my target audience, right? But I know in my head when I'm, doing these interviews or mm -hmm. live streaming on Facebook, I am talking to that single mom because I was there. I'm talking to that woman who wants to launch her program but is scared because right. I was there, right? right? So I know exactly who I'm talking to. So when I look in the camera, I'm like, well, you've walked, you you've walked in those, you've walked in those shoes. <laughs> yeah. so, so I mean, the ability, the empathy is there, the understanding is yeah. there. You know, it's like, you know, based on your experiences, you're able to, you know, find that common ground with people. And mm -hmm. I think that's that's another part of that, you know, the know, like, and trust factor is, you know, people have to, you know, know you, but they have to trust you. And yeah. if you can prove that you can serve, that your solution can solve their problem or their issue, then you've gone a long way in, in helping yourself, you know, maybe land that next client yeah. or, you know, be the, the vendor of choice. So yep. that's that's amazing. Vanessa, thank you so much for for your insights and your wisdom with, yeah. with our audience. You know, one thing we, we love to do is we get feedback after our shows from our audience. They always come back and say, oh, you know, you, you know, you know, can you talk about this next time with Vanessa? So we'll hear back from our audience. Oh, and cool. that, they'll probably tell us, you know, they like us to do sometimes deep dives mm -hmm. and specific things that we talked about that, you know, right now we have limited time. So, but uh, maybe it's NLP or whatever it is, yes. do a deeper dive in, which might be kind of an interesting show as well. Um, but we'd love to have you come back and thank you so much oh, for Oh, I'd love for, to be back. This was so much fun. Being, being with us. It's amazing. Absolutely. Rob? Yes, yeah, so uh, Vanessa, well, next time you have to come back because a lot more people are asking more questions and making comments. You know, it's important to be uh, vocal uh, about your business on social media. And thank you so much for, for saying that because, uh, you know, Casey was just saying exactly that. Wow, you have to open up your mouth and start saying things. So, yeah, Vanessa, you do. You have Don't to be come shy. back. I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me. I'd love to. You know, folks, uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, joining us today. We hope you learned something new about, you know, how to develop your winning social media strategy. Please share your comments with us and let us know, you know what your key takeaway was from today's show. And let us know where you're watching uh, the show today. So, Vanessa, before we sign off, how can people get a hold of you or connect with you? They can befriend me on Facebook. They can befriend me on Facebook or they can go to Vanessa-Cabrera.com. Oh, wonderful. I will write this on the comment section of this video. 
And folks, I want to say uh, a few words. So today we talk with Vanessa Cabrera. She promised to be back. I'm gonna gonna be on here. <laughs> And uh, our next show will be this next uh, upcoming Thursday, uh, December 1st, with uh, Carl Zygman uh, discussing financial planning and accounting, best practices for small and medium businesses. We are currently planning our 2023 shows, and we have two panel discussions in the works in January and February. One is a panel of women business owners discussing best practices to build, scale, and grow your business. And another panel discussion with angel investors sharing what you need to know about raising capital for your business. Uh, I want to start uh, saying our thank yous and a very st special thank you to the Butterfield Studios, uh, whom we thank, uh, who is our house and our home in Vernon Hills. So let me say a few words about them. Welcome to Butterfield Studio, the highest quality virtual event production and live streaming broadcast platform in the industry. Owned and operated by an award-winning team of producers, programmers, and designers. Butterfield Studio is pioneering a highly secure, state-of-the-art virtual live platform that promotes and fosters the human connection, keeping the live in virtual events. Why choose Butterfield Studio? Butterfield Studio has the technology and the team. Everything needed to deliver A-class virtual events, all from one location. 7,500 square feet, multi-camera turnkey facility, in-house production team, brandable custom set, state-of-the-art lighting, simulcast live broadcasting and streaming, secure virtual platform, fast and interactive, best-in-class audience engagement features with real-time analytics. And most importantly, Butterfield Studio has a roster of loyal customers who rely on us to produce professional virtual programming of all formats and sizes. At Butterfield Studio, we create, we deliver, we engage. Contact Butterfield Studio for your next production, and together, let's keep the live in virtual events. Again, thank you so very much, uh, Vanessa, for this uh, beautiful talk today, and Deb, it's always uh, wonderful to see you. Absolutely, Ron. Thank you so much. Vanessa, thank you. Thanks so much. And folks, I will see you next time on yet another edition of Ask Deb about business. See you next time. So much fun. That was awesome. That